to back courtside here at the Marion Center in Provo, Utah. Final score is BYU 74 and San Diego 68. The Cougars win their fourth in a row, improved to 6-2 and two in the West Coast Conference and 17-4 and four on the year. Again, best 21-game record in seven years. BYU had this thing 43-43 with San Diego. About 11 to go. And then the Cougars mark end the game on a tremendous run. Yeah, we've seen that a couple of times from BYU. The one comes to mind is San Francisco. You're in a tight game, but BYU has really shown that they can lock a team down defensively. Just the change of the zone helped, kind of threw San Diego off. And then, man, when you got uh, T.J. Haas playing like he was, it's it's nice to have that on the offensive end. And there was a couple minutes there where BYU just went crazy, and San Diego could not match it. They did a good job matching all night, but in that time they could not do it, and that was the difference. Final stats here. BYU shoots 46% from the field. They're cooled off a bit, but San Diego will do that to you. 35% from three. Made them when they mattered, though. Big threes after halftime. Five for ten from distance in the second half for BYU. Clutch distance shooting when it really mattered. 68% from the free throw line. And really, those misses came late, and Yoli Childs just kind of had a rough night there. Three of eight at the free throw line. Uh, San Diego shoots 41%, 37% arc, and 64% free throw line. Rebounds. San Diego plus five. BYU with 10 assists on 25 makes, 10 assists, and 6 turnovers. And San Diego does tend to do that, too. If you have a high assist rate, the Toreros will take it down a notch, and they did tonight. 10 assists, 6 turnovers, BYU. 10 assists, 16 turnovers, San Diego. And the points off of turnovers were decisive this evening. BYU plus 13 in points off of turnovers in a game. BYU wins by 16. They are also plus 12 in the paint. Second chance points were even. Fast break, BYU plus three. And the bench was San Diego plus eight. Six ties, five lead changes in this one. BYU led for 33 of the game's 40 minutes. Large lead was 16 to end the game at 74 to 58. Individual scoring, TJ Haas, 24 points. Season high on 10 of 14 from the field. Four of eight from three. He adds three assists, a block, and four steals for Haas in this game as he played 36 minutes and those four steals are a career high for TJ. So season high in scoring, career high in steals. 17 points for Jashir Hardnett. Career high for Jashir in scoring. Career high in rebounds with eight. He makes a three in a fifth straight game. Makes six of his seven free throws. A block and two steals for Jashir. 14 points for Childs on a difficult shooting night. 13 points for Bryant on a difficult shooting night. Both added six rebounds to their stat line. Four points for Celius, two for Worthington. That is your scoring 74 for BYU. So just two bench points on the night. San Diego, 14 for Carter, 13 for Wright, 12 for Pinheiro, five for Williams, five for Neubauer, four for Floresca, three for Gray, two for Masalski gets you to 58. Another team held to fewer than 60 points by Dave Rose at Dave Rose-led team. That now makes Coach Rose and the Cougars 88-0 and when a team doesn't get to 60 against BYU, as was the case tonight. 74-58 is your final. BYU a winner. They keep perfect all-time against San Diego here in Provo. 7-0 against the Toreros in the WCC and 8-0 at the Marriott Center all-time, including pre-WCC days. Time now for our New Skin Data Discovery brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. Mark, what else did you see in tonight's stats? I think the big stat of the night, BYU dominated this, is dead ball rebounds. 3-2 to two in favor of uh, BYU. Now, I I think the turnovers, I mean, 16-6 to six against a tough defensive team like that. So you, you get to take care of the basketball, and then BYU with the free throws, that was an advantage they had. They made 
They shoot great from the free throw line, but they made 17 to only 9 for San Diego, and those are those are big numbers in type, this type of game. The decisive run tonight came with the game tied at 43, as I mentioned, 43 all. It was an 8-0 run to push BYU up 51-43, to and the first shot made in the run was, of all things, a Yoli Childs three-pointer. When Yoli Childs was having a difficult time in the paint, maybe not at the rim, maybe going away from it, he went even further away from it or farther away from it and made a three to start that 8-0 spurt for BYU that ends up uh, helping BYU to the win tonight. 74 to 58. So Childs does have that as part of his game, clearly. Uh, he, he's been making that shot, I'm not going to say regularly, but enough to where you got you got to know he's going to take it. Well, the timing of it's incredible. That's a lot more pressure there, but... That's the thing about Yoli. He has that. It's a, it's a threat. The, the problem is when you are no threat and it really can screw up what you're trying to do offensively. But you have to guard Yoli, and if you don't, you do it at your peril. And he's a confident guy. He can knock it down. BYU 74, San Diego 58 is our final score. The Cougars have won four games in a row and now sit 6-2 and two in the West Coast Conference. If St. Mary's takes care of Pacific tonight, then BYU will be in a solo third place. It's a tie game. By, that's not, <laughs> not an accurate score. Uh, something's happening in, in uh, Stockton that's not reflected on my stat monitor here. I'm going to find out before I... Uh, Jason Shepard could do it for me, but I just want to find out for myself what's going on up in uh, in Stockton I tonight. I see zero to zero. I know, and it's just... I don't think that's right. Well, we'll, we'll I'll let Jason Shepard take care of it for us. All right, he's coming up next with uh, Cougar Post Game Live. The still you know, small voice whispered Pacific by four at half to me, Greg. I don't believe that. What? Isn't that right, Carter? That's what Jason said. I, well, I, I, so you say Pacific by four at halftime. That must be what it's like to be spiritual because well, I, got, I got people no. telling me stuff. Well, here's your, right here's, your, here's your halftime score. Pacific 32 and St. Mary's 28. So there it is. Don't doubt, brother. Never doubt. All right, so look at that. You know what? I wouldn't even complain about being in a third-place tie by the end of the night if it means Pacific just beat St. Mary's. We'll take that. Yeah, so any, you any hope know, of winning the conference, but, you have to have But for reals, up. okay, we left Stockton pretty bummed out. But Pacific's looked really good since that night. They haven't lost since that night. And if you can lead St. Mary's by four at halftime, you're probably a decent basketball team. As Pacific is proving to be here as they kind of roll into the season. So good for them. We'll see if they can hold on to it. But uh, they're up by four at halftime, 32-28. Of course, Jason Shepard was going to tell, tell us that in about a minute or two. He's coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Celius another three. Got it again! Zach Celius! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post-game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal, service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. BYU now 17-4 and on the season, 6-2 and in West Coast Conference play. BYU with the win tonight at home over the San Diego Toreros, 74-58. Welcome in to Cougar Post Game Live. We'll get you back to the Marriott Center for more player and coach interviews coming up in just a few minutes. But let's update you on a lot of scores going on. And before we get to college basketball scores, I do want to let you know what's happening with BYU men's volleyball. Fifth-ranked Cougars at the Smith Fieldhouse as as we speak, taking on Barton. They are just about to begin set number three. The Cougars with a 2 to nothing lead. They won the first and second sets by a score of 25-22. Earlier today, BYU women's basketball taking on San Diego 
in San Diego. Toreros upset the Cougars by a point. The final there, 70-69 to in favor of USD. Cassie DeVagere leading BYU and all scores with 23 points in the loss. Other WCC games. We'll start with the game that we were talking about just a few minutes ago. Pacific hosting St. Mary's. They have just begun the second half. At halftime, Pacific had a four-point lead. It is now a two-point lead for the Tigers at 32-30. to But again, the second half just getting underway. If Pacific wins this game, they would be in a third-place tie with BYU. If Pacific loses, then the Cougars would be in sole possession of third place in the WCC. Regardless of the outcome, BYU will take on St. Mary's Thursday night in Moraga. Elsewhere, second-half action in Los Angeles. Portland leading LMU 42-35. The Pilots looking for their second straight WCC win after beating San Diego just the other day. Second-half action in San Francisco. It is the Dons leading the waves of Pepperdine by 2, 40-38. And then one final besides the BYU game. Number 13, Gonzaga wins at Santa Clara, 75-60. to Top 25 action. Lots of upsets today. One was Florida at number 18, Kentucky. Gators get the two-point win, 66-64. to It was number one, Villanova, winning at UConn by 20, 81-61, your final there. Number three, Purdue wins at Iowa, 87-64. Oklahoma State upsets number four, Oklahoma, in overtime, 83-81. Trey Young, guard for the Sooners, 48 points, five rebounds, and eight assists. In the loss, he is certainly going to be a lottery pick. I know I'm stepping out on a limb here saying that. Uh, He's certainly going to be a lottery pick in the NBA this upcoming summer. Number five, Duke wins at home over Pitt, 81-54. West Virginia defeats Texas, 86-51. Houston upsets number seven, Wichita State, 73-59. Iowa State takes down number eight, Texas Tech, 70-52. Kansas wins at home over Baylor, 70-67. Number 11, Xavier winning at number 19, Seton Hall, 73-64. Cincinnati defeats East Carolina, 86-60. Number 14, Arizona wins on the road at Stanford, 73-71. North Carolina defeats Georgia Tech, 80-66. Number 17, Auburn wins at home over Georgia, 79-65. Clemson defeats Notre Dame, 67-58. Number 21, Tennessee winning at South Carolina, 70-63. Number 22, Ohio State winning on the road at Minnesota, 67-49. 67-49. It was K-State taking down number 24 TCU, 73-68. And in action right now, Cal hosting 16th-ranked Arizona State. Sun Devils with an 18-point lead over the Bears, 28-20, with 5.40 to go in the first half. All right, halftime's, or excuse me, final score, 74-58. BYU gets the win over the Toreros when we come back. Scores from other teams in the state of Utah, as well as the scores from the National Basketball Association. We'll have more of Cougar Post Game Live coming up after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Welcome back into Cougar Post Game Live. BYU defeats San Diego 74-58, your final score from the Marriott Center. We'll get you back over there in just a second. Quickly, a couple of other teams locally in action tonight. Utah Valley losing at New Mexico State. Aggies with an 86-59 victory over the Wolverines. Elsewhere, Southern Utah wins in overtime at home over Eastern Washington, 66-62. Also, Weber State gets the home win over Portland State, 84 279. Also, Wyoming winning in Logan over Utah State Cowboys with the 85 277 victory. One NBA score to let you know about in Salt Lake City at Vivint Smart Home Arena. The Utah Jazz looking to bounce back from their loss to the Knicks last night. They're well on their way. They lead the LA Clippers 115 106 with three minutes to go in the game. Donovan Mitchell, the rookie, with 19 points, four rebounds, and seven assists. That is a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live after the break. Back to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Just Sheer Hardnet standing by. Your final from Provo. BYU defeating San Diego 74-58. And you heard it all right here on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, post fires, oh! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Eating and Cooling courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so we are back courtside here at the Marriott Center in Provo where more than 13,000 fans were on hand on a snowy day and night to watch the Cougars take on the Toreros, and this one was a grind tonight, but BYU grinds it out for the win. 74-58 to 58 career night for Joshier Hardnett. Career highs in points, 17 rebounds with eight, couple of steals and 34 minutes of play. Greg and Mark with you and Jashir Hardnett. Sure good to have you on again. Thank you. Thank you. Big win for you guys tonight and it's now four wins in a row. I know you guys don't think about the streak so much as it's just one you know, game on that particular day, but uh, you guys are in a good uh, groove right now, aren't you? Yeah, we definitely are. Um, we're feeling it. Uh, we talk about it as a team you know, to stay on the right track and right now we're doing great. You made a three-pointer late in this one. That gives you a three and I think... Uh, Five consecutive games now. Is is that a, is that something you need to keep doing to make sure teams are honest with you outside? Oh uh, yeah, well definitely. Um, yeah, uh, the more threes I make, you know, the more teams are scout out where they can't go under ball screens and stuff like that. Um, I came in shooting a, you know, from junior college, very good percentage at the three point line. But when I got here, it was kind of more of a confident thing for me of when to shoot it and when not to shoot it. But now, you know, the coach is telling me to shoot the ball. You know, when I'm open, I feel like I can make it. So that's what it is. Well, Jashir, what a great night, and uh, it's kind of you could kind of feel leading up. You've been playing great basketball lately, but the thing that surprised me, the eight rebounds. I look at Yoli has six. Are you going to maybe give some rebounding tips to, to Yoli uh, this next week? Yeah, well, definitely. <laughs> I hear later on in the locker room as a team, they'll bring it up, like, how did you get so many rebounds? <laughs> how did you get so many rebounds? What I, was I just honestly now? felt like they kept coming to where I was at. So, you know, I was just right in the right place at the right time. It's, it's an art, by the way, being in the right place at the right time. There's something to it. So uh, TJ Haas has had a good couple of weeks, I think. How, uh, the way you see it as a teammate, how important is what he does to what the team gets done? Well, he's definitely uh, amazing. You know, um, what he brings to the team is he just does everything for us. And, you know, he's been kind of struggling on offense, you know, but I, 
he eventually is going to pick that up because that's what he does. So, you know, as long as he's playing his game and he's okay and confident, then he'll, he'll continue to do well. Is this kind of game your kind of game? San Diego, physical, uh, a team that almost kind of tempts you to, to, to take it to the hoop on them. Does that feel like it's right up your alley? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm more of a fast pace, you know, uh, run and go, run and gun type of player. So, you know, they kind of put us in that situation. So I was able to make some plays off that. Yeah. Sure, you played against some really good guards this year, and it seems to me like you you seem to seem to draw the the, one, you know, the other team's best score a lot of the times. Do a great job on it. Do you, is that something that actually does happen? I mean, uh, and do you relish the idea of uh, a, the challenge of playing someone really good on the other side? Yeah, well, definitely. It's kind of a pride thing for me. You know, for me and my mom back home, she kind of emphasized like play defense. So it's kind of a pride thing. You know, I don't want nobody to just sit there and continuously score me. So you know, I kind of take it personal. <laughs> uh, how much did you um, did you guys take personally, if you will, um, the last loss you had, uh, the game the game in Stockton or Pacific got you? Now they've played well ever since for sure, but you guys haven't lost since that night. Did that game do something to you? Turn on something to you? Uh, how have you kind of approached things since that night? Do you think? Uh, we kind of came with you know more chip on our shoulder. Um, we saw film and we saw what we did to like get points away and you know get them transition baskets so as us looking into that you know it kind of changed our mindset like we need to do exactly what we do instead of going outside of you know what the offense is and what the defense is it's uh, four wins in a row now for BYU they beat uh, San Diego tonight 74-58 just here Hardnett is our guest and more from Shears coming up stay with us on the new skin BYU Sports Network BYU 74 and San Diego 58 is our final score. Just Sheer Hardnet is joining us here on the uh, Cougar Locker Room Show. Sheer with a career high in points and rebounds tonight, 17 and 8 respectively. Just Sheer out of Gulfport, Mississippi. And today's today's another one of those days, Sheer, where we get to ask you how the weather's treating you. Oh, well, I woke up this morning, saw the <laughs> snow, and was like, oh, wow. And then I got in the car, and I'm like, I don't even know how to drive in this. <laughs> so I called one of the teammates to come, you know, pick me up for a uh, no. shoot around. Yeah, I was really? definitely scared. You would not drive to shoot around? No, I wouldn't. And then they told me to suck it up, and I was like, <laughs> all right, I'll drive to the game. But then the snow had melted a little bit on the road, or they got it off, so I was kind of all right. But you really did get a ride to shoot around, right? Yeah, I was definitely scared to drive. <laughs> Well, he wasn't scared to drive tonight uh, because a lot of his drives were rewarded with points as he scores uh, 17 tonight in, in this win. Uh, we were talking before you came on air tonight, Sheer, about the 50-40-90 uh, line that basketball players shoot for, 50% field, 40% arc, 90% strike. And that's where Eli's at right now. He's at 50-40-90 plus. Uh, and uh, I guess maybe just to, to maybe get your reaction to what he's doing as one of your teammates. Oh, well, he's definitely playing great. I mean, he's one of the, you know, one of the people that we look up to and listen to on the team. He's been here. He's played college basketball for a while, so he's definitely someone I sit down and talk to every other day. So, yeah, he's playing great. He's playing with a lot of confidence. He's, he's doing a great job with us. Did you share, you know, I come to shoot around sometimes, and I see you guys working on uh, your game plan, defensive game plan for certain teams. I'm curious, how, how different – do you, you know, coming off off like a pick and roll or something, how, how does that change from game to game? Is it basically you basically do the same thing or from one game to another you could do something completely different? Uh, we just basically, uh, the wherever, wherever the ball screen set, you know, we got a certain way we're going to run it from there. So if it's at the top of the key, you know, we don't want to kind of trail around that because it's kind of a hard place to be guarding, in the, you know, in the middle. And um, if it's on a, on a wing, we kind of black the ball screen, you know, so they can't attack the middle for us. 
Okay, and when you say black the ball screen, you're you're, you're trying to you're trying to push it more toward the edge. Yeah, right? well, yeah, we're pushing the back baseline instead of letting it get to the middle. You know, it's kind of hard when the ball's getting in the middle to stop it. Yeah. Okay, so BYU now 17 and four on the year, uh, six and two in league. It's your first go round, of course, in the West Coast Conference. What do you make of the level of competition so far, and where BYU sits right now in this whole thing? Um, I feel like we're playing great. Uh, the competition is great. You know, um, we, I'm playing against some great guards and some great teams. And you know, some teams that scouting very well. So I feel like, and we're playing well, and we're stepping up. St. Mary's is next up for you guys. You get uh, the Gales at their place this next Thursday. A quick thought or two about going to uh, going to their place. Um, I just want to come out with the uh, win. That's that's basically the main thing. We're gonna get in here this week and work on stuff to get ready for that. Hey, by the way, who gave you the ride to shoot around today? Peyton. Peyton picked you up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah Bryant says you got to keep doing that. Uh, all right, uh, Jesher, thanks for coming on tonight. Uh, I hope you uh, you're, you're driving home, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm all right now. I kind of go ten miles per hour, you know. <laughs> Snow's off the roads, but there could be some ice out there, so take it easy. All right, Jesher Hardnett, thanks for coming on. All right, thanks. All right, Dave Rose next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 74-58, BYU over USD. Whatever point total you end up with, you will have worked for it against these guys. Coach Dave Rose is with us now postgame on the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show. USD and BYU and quite a grinder tonight, but you guys put on a blitz at the end that was really impressive to get this one done. Yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, people just going to look at the score and think that this was, you know, an easy game or whatever, but the score at the end is... You know, not indicative of the kind of game it was. This was a, a really hard fought. I thought it was a great college game. I mean, both teams playing well. It was really physical. Uh, I thought that uh, the crowd was great. And it came down to whatever the time was, tied score, second half late. And then it was just the will from each team, you know. I thought that, uh, you know, we had so many good performances, individual performances. But all, what I remember from this is, what a great team win it was. I thought that, uh, you know, Jasheer played well offensively and defensively. I thought TJ was as good as he's been all year long. Uh, just his confidence and his ability to make shots. And then in the gaps defensively, getting his hands, a lot of those steals probably won't go to him. But, but he, he was the guy that knocked those things away. And he was just so active. And I thought Luke was a game changer for us, you know, when we were – they were they they had all the aggression and all all the physical presence seemed to be in their favor and Luke came in and just stood him up and stood him up and then Zach got you know a couple of rebound blockouts where you know the guy fouls him going over the back so I mean it was a real team win that's what I'll remember the most from this game because we had so many guys contribute. It's 43-43 made one of the points you're talking about and then Yo hits a three, Luke hits a jump hook. TJ makes a three, eight nothing run that kind of gave you the distance you needed to kind of put uh, a little bit of a cushion together. It all starts with Yo making a three. Absolutely, and that's interesting. You know, the funny thing, 
the other night when LMU's coming back against us, Yo hits probably one of the hardest shots of the game, maybe the weekend, uh, to keep it at 12 or 14 or something like that, the big shot. So Yo's uh, you know, come through with a couple big shots here in these last, last two games. I, I think that, uh, uh, you know, our, our ability to kind of get them stopped uh, defensively the last eight or nine minutes by playing a little bit of zone, I think, uh, you know, really kind of helped us. Uh, they got the same kind of shots, uh, but but they didn't have the same confidence in that from you know the the way they run their offense. That's that's a really good team. I I think Lamont's done a tremendous job. You you just look at the personnel. I, I was standing yeah. there at the uh, you know the the Star Spangled Banner, you know the national anthem to start the game, and you look at that line across. That's a lot different than hmm. you know the the guys that came in here a couple of years ago. He's done a tremendous job of. Of, of getting physical, tough players. And, you know, the two Isaiahs are a start, but then you can see he's got a couple of redshirt big kids, a, a, a kid from Australia, and I think a kid from Germany. So, uh, you know, th- when this thing goes back to travel partners and they're our travel partner, uh, you know, that's, that's going to be a tough week. Good to see, really good to see uh, Dalton Nixon back on the floor. What does he bring to the team? Well, I, I think the, uh, the best thing with Dalton is that he's so versatile. Yeah, and I think it can make us all more aggressive. He's a really aggressive player, and, and his, his knowledge of our system defensively and offensively is really good. But uh, uh, what, what it does is it, it just brings us another guy who really understands us our, our defensive uh, you know, game plans, and then he's really physical in it. He's really consistent. I mean, for a guy uh, you know, that hasn't played for six weeks today and – in film session of yesterday's practice, guarding their stuff. I mean, he, we're, we're, we're showing clip after clip about how, how Dalt's actually executing the defensive assignment, and he hasn't played for six weeks, and this is his first day in practice for a while. So he's a guy who gets it and can help all the rest of us be more aggressive because we got another 5,000 there. Did he get through it okay tonight? Yeah, yeah, he did. It was, it was funny. I was talking to the, the print media that the trainers and the doc came up to me afterwards and you know said that uh, – I think that might be the first time that you actually kept a guy Under. In, in the minutes that he was supposed to. <laughs> I, I remember Jackson Emery. I was telling him that uh, we had Jax at Creighton, and he hadn't practiced for a day or two and had kind of the same injury but not to the extent that, that Daltz was. But uh, they said, okay, maybe we can get 10 or 15 minutes out of him. I played him 33 minutes. So uh, uh, t- tonight the number was somewhere between 8 and 10, and we're right there. So Pretty darn close. Yeah. At, uh, at 7 tonight for, yeah. for Dalton. Uh, the Valley got pounded pretty good with a snowstorm over the night and into the morning. It made sheer scared to drive, and yet <laughs> we had a great crowd out here. You talked about the crowd a minute ago, 13,000-plus uh, on a snowy, kind of cold, wintry, icy day out there, and this place was really loud. It was loud. The 13,000, that, that they wanted to be here. You can tell that because uh, they fought the snow and uh, came in here and really, really gave us a lift. You know, when that when that three was hit by Yo, it was uh, it was pretty good. You know, the, 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 the people, you know, our guys were excited, but the the crowd were excited, and I think it really helped us. When you talk about that run, uh, you know, that, that's that's what a home home team's supposed to do for their their players, and I, I'm I'm glad that these. Uh, the people came out and the support in this team. It's a good team. They ought to, people ought to come out and watch it. Before we take a break, quick thing about some numbers. Uh, Elijah Bryant is shooting right on the number, 50% for the year. Yo's at 53. You've got another starter shooting 49, another starter shooting 49, Hardnett and Celius. And tonight, he went over the 40% mark. That's TJ Haas. He's been 
climbing for a while, but it's been a, it's been a trek to get to 40. He's there now and above it. Yeah, and you know, uh, he's a he's a player. I mean, it's not. Uh, I I don't think you you know players have you know tough you know tough nights, tough weeks sometimes, and and uh, you know with with TJ, I think he did a tremendous job of managing that and helping the other guys be really good. And now. He's he's feeling better. His confidence. He's shooting the ball better. He he, the the kind of the hitch in his step is way more positive. And uh, you know I, I just think that uh, you know the, the anyone and I was really uh, impressed tonight with Eli because he was he was trying to be the guy because that's kind of who we relied on. And tonight it it was a tough night for him. And he you know and TJ had it going and. And uh, Jasheer had it going, and he supported it really well. And got to the free throw line, made some pretty big free throws. And um, I, like I said, the, the, you know, the last couple of weeks, this team has, I think, made some real steps forward in the ability to be connected. I, I like I like how we were connected tonight for 40 minutes on both ends. Now we 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 had uh, some issues trying to get things done, but I don't think there were any glaring. Uh, minutes multiple minutes back to back where we were off kind of on our own we were connected pretty good tonight some closing words from dave rose coming up as we take a break 74 to 58 byu over usd here on the new skin byu sports network You're back here at the Marriott Center. BYU wins it by a score of 74-58 to over San Diego. In the Dave Rose era, BYU goes to a tidy 88-0. and 88-0 on holding teams under 60. And as San Diego found out Thursday, Dave, holding a team under 60 isn't a guarantee of a win because yeah. they lost the 55-49 game a couple nights ago. And, and San, you know, San Diego is, is one of the... Um, you know the best defensive teams, but they—they—they they, they are. I don't know if they are the lowest scoring team in the league, but one of them. They—they their their games are are always, uh, you know, in the 60s or sometimes in the 50s. But uh, I, I, you know, and we hit a few shots late to actually get to the 70s. But it looked like for a while that we might not get to, <laughs> we might not get to 50. But I, uh, you know, as I talk about the group and just as a team, I mean. It's, there's so many things that we're, we're we're trying to grow in, and I think Zach Selyus is he's playing so well, and you know Zach's always been a big scorer, and that's you know one of the things that's kind of uh, sacrificed a little bit with this team, but his ability to to space the floor and his ability to pass, and defensively he's becoming you know such a big part of. Uh, you know of of what we do, and, and tonight I just I'm so proud of him as he, I mean he's got a six ten or six eleven guy, and he he's sticking his elbow in him and getting his body in front of him, and got a couple you know he doesn't he doesn't get credit for the rebounds because it's a foul, but uh, you know I I just I really like the way he's playing, and uh, I think he's bringing you know just bringing a lot to uh, this group right now. Coach, looking ahead to St. Mary's, you know, obviously played him here and uh, did a lot of really good things in that game. Came up short, but after the little, little bit of the time and looking at that film, maybe some things that uh, you want to change or do better uh, going into next week. Well, obviously, we got to figure out a way to, you know, keep Jock from making every shot that he shoots. <laughs> what was he, like 13 for 15 or something like that? So we'll start there and we'll end there, okay, because so we got to figure that out. And... A lot of people are trying to figure it out. You know, the Zags tried to figure it out the other night, and he did kind of the same thing uh, to them. 
and they had they threw multiple post guys at him. So it's it's difficult because if you go too early, he's a really good passer, and if you go too late, he'll get you a seal, and he's a great finisher. Well, Pacific's trying to figure him out tonight, and uh, they had it to a three-point game, 61-58 a moment ago, but. St. Mary's, as they will do, is uh, taking a lead in the final three minutes. They're up 62-61, but that is a battle in Stockton tonight. And Pacific has really played well. You saw how well they were playing when they played you, and they've yeah. kept it going since. They really are, and uh, they've got that group uh, that was brand new, basically. And then, you know, I think Williams, the only kid that was, it was back, and the other, all the rest of the guys are new. And you know, I knew early in the season that it was going to be a, a progressing team. When I saw the score, I don't know where we were. We played somewhere, and I saw the score that they went to Air Force and just beat them. Yeah. I mean, just beat them bad. And and that you, that doesn't happen very often. I mean, you, you can beat Air Force over there, but they beat them bad, and then you, you know that there's something there. So so the video of the uh, St. Mary's Pacific game will be helpful because those are your next two opponents yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll watch that. We, 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 we kind of had that with uh, uh, Loyola Marymount the other day too. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep the grind going. We played everybody. And this is the second time through, except the Zags. And, you know, the Zags, the little scouting reports, um, you know, the guys are locked into those things pretty good. But uh, we'll start over with St. Mary's on Thursday. Well, congrats on career win number 322 for you and the boys. And, by the way, uh, Dave, Cougars are now 17-4 and through 21 games. And since you joined the WCC, that's your best record through 21. The last time you had a better record through this number of games was uh, with Jimmer and Jax as a senior. So uh, I think I think everyone should be really pleased for where you are and, of course, room to grow, but way to go. I like I like the guys. I like, I like their mindset, and I, I like to say a lot. I really like the leadership that we're getting from uh, from Luke and, and Eli. And it's a young group, and uh, they're kind of molding. And, uh, you know, I, I, I like the way they get together. i tell you another thing I like. I like seeing my mom and dad in the stands tonight. My dad's had kind of a tough uh, – um, in the winter as far as health situation. And my dad's been coming to games, my mom and dad, since I was a kid. You know, they followed me all around. It's funny that the, when I uh, when I went to college, I was the one that went on a full-ride athletic scholarship to the University of Houston. My dad tells everybody I cost him more money than any of the other kids because he traveled all, <laughs> all the games with all – and uh, so he 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 shows up with my with my mom and we win two games. That's a good thing. So. They got they got they were here for both games this weekend. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, great, uh, coach. On to next week. All right. Thanks a lot, Greg. Right, congrats. That's Coach Dave Rose. We'll come back and wrap it up here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. BYU 74 and San Diego 58 is our final score. The head coach, the Toreros, is Lamont Smith. Our thanks to intern Cam, Cam Schroth, for getting some postgame comments from Coach Smith a short time ago. Here they are. Um, I thought our defense uh, was, was fairly good. I thought we did a good job on Childs, did a good job on Bryant. Um, I thought we defended the second half fairly well. It was a six-minute stretch where Haas uh, got loose a little bit. Um, but I didn't feel like it was our defense. I, I feel like it's a broken record over these last, this last four or five games in terms of uh, what I've been telling everybody, and we're beating ourselves um, in terms of turnovers. Uh, you know, we give up, uh, we have 16 turnovers and and, uh, and 21 points off turnovers, and that's the difference in the game. Um, when you play teams on the road or in your building and you turn it over for points, 20-plus points, it makes it hard to, hard to win. In your first game away from the West Coast in about a month, how, do you, how did your team respond after a longer road trip and higher altitude in a different climate? 
we prepared ourselves for this in a non-conference. We played at New Mexico State, at Colorado, and so we were pretty we, we were pretty ready for this venue. Um, and so I didn't think altitude or any of that had had anything to do with it, other than us not taking care of the ball. Um, you came out of halftime with a 12-2 run to take the lead and stayed in most of the half. What did you tell your players at halftime to give your team a spark? We've been there before. Um, we, we, we always talk about the first four-minute game. Uh, we thought if we could eliminate our turnovers, uh, we'd give ourselves a chance. We had nine in the first half. In the first 11 minutes in the second half, we didn't play with a turnover. And that was an indication. If we play without turnovers, then we're pretty good. If we turn the ball over, then we're not very good. Uh, last question. After a two-game losing skid, what – what will you do or what can you change over the second half of conference play to stay competitive in the WCC? You know what, I think we've, we're, our practices have shortened. Uh, we've got to get back to our preparation, our, our practices, our, our, our quality, and we got to do a mirror test. we got to really make some adjustments. Um, over these last four or five games that we've lost, it's been the same thing, and so we've got to make adjustments or, or um, we're going to keep getting the same result. All right, thank you, Coach. Good thank luck you. this season. All right, that's uh, Coach Lamont Smith of San Diego. Getting late in Stockton and St. Mary's back in front, 68-66. So the Tigers are given the Gales a run and uh, proving that uh, they really are the improved team we saw when BYU played at Stockton a couple weeks ago. So Pacific giving the Gales a game. Gales up 2, 68-66 late there in Stockton. Uh, other results around the WCC tonight, almost going final. Uh, Portland leads LMU 66-58 with about a minute to go there in Los Angeles. Should uh, Portland hang on, they'll win back-to-back games in league this week and go to 2-6. and six. Should LMU not come back, they would fall to 1-7 and seven in conference. San Francisco, with about 35 seconds to go, leads Pepperdine by 5 on the hilltop. Should the Dons hold on, they'd get to 3-5, and five, and Pepperdine would stay winless in the WCC at 0-8. Earlier tonight, Gonzaga defeated Santa Clara in Santa Clara. The Zags go to 7-1 and one, and the Broncos fall to 4-4. Four and four. So BYU for the time being a solo third at 6-2 and two. if Pacific uh, stages the upset over St. Mary's then the Tigers would join BYU at 6-2 and two. if a St. Mary's hangs on it'd be the Gales at 8-0. and oh. The Zags a game back at 7-1. and one. BYU a game back solo third 6-2 and two. and then Pacific would be solo fourth at 5-3 and three. and again that's if the uh, Gales hang on in Stockton tonight, and it's 68-66. St. Mary's leads Pacific by two as they play the final 60 seconds there. All right, that's uh, the night in Provo and elsewhere on the West Coast Conference. BYU defeats San Diego 74-58. BYU 17-4, as noted earlier, but uh, worth repeating, that 17-4 record is the best 21-game mark for BYU since the 2010-2011 season. So since BYU joined the WCC, BYU's never been better through 21. And the 6-2 and two mark through 8 uh, ties BYU's best 8-game WCC record as well. Okay, that's wrapping, uh, wrapping it up from Provo by thanking all those who made our broadcast possible tonight. We thank our Cougar Nation audience wherever you were or are tonight for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast along with us. Back east, Carter Malloy is our control board operator. Mike Tingle, our network manager. And Dave Shook is our coordinating producer. Our BYU Broadcasting Control Board operator is Cole Wissinger. And our studio host, of course, is Jason Shepard. Here courtside, our statistician was Tanner Wilkinson, intern Tanner, along with intern Cam providing assistance. My color commentary colleague is Mr. Mark Durant. Our thanks to uh, Greg Marsh and Ted Gosen of San Diego, the San Diego Basketball Media Relations Department, and Kyle Chilton and his associates with BYU for helping us uh, do our jobs here courtside. So our appreciation to everyone who helped us get on the air, stay on the air, and hope you enjoyed tonight's night with us on the air. BYU a winner, 74-58 over San Diego. Cougars 6-2 in league, 17-4 overall. And BYU next up on the road 
at St. Mary's on Thursday night in Moraga. So from McEwen Pavilion, we'll be coming your way on Thursday. It'll be a, a later evening, I think, because of the Pacific time zone. Just want to double-check on our start time before we uh, take off here tonight. And it will be an 8 o'clock Pacific time tip, so 9 o'clock here in the mountains, meaning an 8 o'clock mountain time pregame with a 9 p.m. tip here in the mountain time zone, BYU and St. Mary's. And by the way, they are in the closing seconds, 41 seconds to go. Pacific's tied it up, 68-68, so a fun finish in store for the Gales and the Tigers. We'll see if BYU is solo third or tied for third here in just a bit, and we'll see if the Gales take their first loss in league play, and wouldn't that be a stunner in Stockton? That's going to do it. My name is Greg Rubel, thanking you for tuning in, saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah.